like tangents, you're not going to like this podcast. Get out. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Ew, you got Coca-Cola gummies? Okay, why does everybody hate on them? So basically, they're dumb. So if somebody does that, <laughs> then they're dumb and you don't want to waste your time. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Fluff Stuff. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the Missouri State Penitentiary. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory behind it. And then I'm also going to tell you that I went to an overnight five-hour adventure and we walked around the Missouri State Penitentiary to quote-unquote ghost hunt. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about that in my little experience because it was up and down. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. So we're going to kind of go through that. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So Missouri State Penitentiary obviously is in Missouri. It's in Jefferson City, which is the capital of Missouri. And it was built in 1836. Hannah, do you know what year Missouri became a state in America? Oh, um, 1864. Oh, I don't think you're right. Hold on. Oh, why did you ask if you didn't know the answer? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I had it written down, but I <laughs> like. Are you asking me because you don't know, or no? no I kn- <laughs> I just wasn't. Um, what did you say? Eighteen? What? I said eighteen sixty-four. So it was eighteen twenty-one. Oh, yeah. So what happened in 1864? I, I swear that's important. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. Is that when Kansas became a state? I don't know. That'd be cool if I had if, that kind of knowledge. If you just had that, just you pull it out of your ass when you need it. <laughs> I was really close. Kansas became a state in 1861. Oh, my God. Okay. So you do know around because like <laughs> whenever I read that, okay, here's something stupid about myself. Um, when I read, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. So when I was reading this, cause I was like, oh, um, so that the Missouri state penitentiary was built in 1836. Okay. So Missouri became a state in 1821. That's really not that like far apart. Right. I don't know why I thought states became a thing like back in like the 1700s. <laughs> I mean, some of some of them did. Yeah, because because I was not the ones in the middle. Yeah, yeah they were like, oh, I don't know, we don't, we haven't even been over there yet. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a lot of Native Americans to slaughter first, right? So, because I was like, so if they were just on this land, they were just like, we just live on this land. They were they didn't know what to call it, or did they call it Missouri, and it just wasn't a state until later? Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they had just like provinces, you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, it wasn't, like, a defined area. It was yeah. just, like, this is the Americas. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. And it, it's just weird that I – the reason I said ni- the 1860s was because – the 1960s. The 1860s is because I was, like, oh, for sure they had, like, a prison before they had like, – oh. before they were even a state, you know. Oh, okay. It's just, like, so, such a Missouri thing. Yeah, well, they built <laughs> – I mean, they built it not very long after they became yeah. a state, so <laughs> – and Kansas wasn't even a state yet. No. Why they, did Kansas take so long? I Kansas don't took know. a really long time. They're like, yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll get to it. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> right. Kansas, Kansas is slow at everything. Absolutely. We're the last to do anything at any point. <laughs> yeah. We still have really strict alcohol laws. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Literally in Missouri, it's open 24-7. Like there's a 24-hour mm-hmm. liquor store. I don't know if this is true or not, so don't do not do this. But I'm pretty sure in Missouri, the passenger can drink. Is that mm-hmm. right? In the car, yeah. Yeah. And, like, literally, if we get pulled over with a can that's <laughs> open, we go to jail. Like, oh, yeah. If you, like, if you, like, went to a party, if you, like, went to a dinner party and you, bought a bo- you brought a bottle of wine and you only had one glass and you put the open bottle back in your car to take it home – you could get like you could go to jail. Yeah, that's conti- that's an open container. Open container. Yeah, but in Missouri, literally, 
what, 30 minutes from your house. Literally. <clears throat> you can drink while someone else is driving the car. <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, I've always, ever since I turned 21, I've always known to put like, you know, alcohol and whatever in the trunk because. Yeah. You, so. Mm-hmm. You have to hide it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. So like, I feel like. It's so dumb. If I get pulled, even now, I mean, I'm 20, almost 29 and I put alcohol in my back seat. Like, I just, because mm-hmm. I don't want anything to happen because, you know, Kansas is just. It's stupid. It's really stupid. And our liquor stores close at 11 during the week, 9 on Sundays. You can't even buy alcohol at the grocery store after those times. Yeah. Like, you know, they sell beer at Walmart. They don't sell hard liquor at the store. Like, I remember when Michael and I went to Florida a few years ago, we were staying at this resort and like, we didn't have a car there. We didn't rent a car or anything. We just Ubered everywhere. Mm -hmm. But there was this Walgreens right down the street. And so we would go there to get snacks and stuff. And I remember freaking out because there was a wine aisle. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my, you can buy wine at Walgreens? Like, you cannot do that here. Oh, no. I mean. You can't even buy wine at the grocery store. Like, at the grocery store, they only have, they just, like, within the last two years, got full-strength beer at the grocery store. Yeah, because, like, my sister lives in Missouri, (laughs) and there's this really nice nice Target in Lee Summit, Missouri. And we Mm -hmm. went there, and they have an entire liquor store inside of this Target Yes, I went to Chicago and they had one. I was like, what? And like, oh, and in Missouri at like Hy-Vee, Hy-Vee has a lit wine section. Really? In Missouri. Yes. Wow, I need to try that out. It's insane. But here you can get now full strength beer and like seltzers and that's it. Like, do we live in Utah? I feel like we just live in Utah. I know. <laughs> it's so stu- It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is just full of tangents because that's what this podcast yeah, is about. Right. If you don't like, if you don't like tangents, you're not going to like this podcast. Get out! Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, shortly after Missouri became a state, they said, "Okay, well, let's go ahead and build this huge prison for no goddamn reason." And so it was. Uh, it was served Missouri State Penitentiary Maximum Security Institution before it closed. So it was open from 1836 to 2004. So it's been closed for quite a while now. Um, but when you look at it, if you go there, you might have think that it's been closed since it opened because it just looks so old and everything's just like breaking mm-hmm. down and everything. But I guess that's just what happens to any building when it sits there for that long. But um, mm-hmm. but it is open for tours. And so that's what we did. So long story short, um, I would say like October of 2019, my friends and I were like, hey, let's go do a tour, like an overnight tour at the Missouri State Penitentiary. And I was like, oh, yes, that sounds amazing. But they were like booked all the way out until like March of 2020. Well, we all know what happened March of 2020. Um, so it got canceled and we were really- Wait, what happened in March of 2020? COVID. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke. Okay. I was like, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> It was a joke. Okay. Maybe not very funny. <laughs> she said it so seriously. I was like, I'm so worried about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should be, but I was. A uh, national pandemic happened. <laughs> so uh, they went ahead and canceled all the tours. So we were really bummed out. But then um, when things were starting to open up in 2021, it's the year that we're in now, obviously, uh, we were like, well, let's go ahead and do it again. So we booked a tour in March again. And uh, we went, and so we'll get into that later. But they do do uh, tours. They have a bunch of different tours, so we didn't, we weren't really sure which ones to do. But the one that we chose was the five-hour overnight tour, and they have one that's like you can stay eight hours. <laughs> what? Yeah, eight hours overnight tour. at nighttime. Yeah, literally overnight. <laughs> like it's eight hours. You're there for eight hours, and it's like that's just that's a long. T- that's like a full work day. Yeah. So I'm glad that we didn't do that one because <laughs> it'd be a lot. Do you sleep? I mean, no, what? no, we don't. I couldn't stay awake that long. Right? Me either. Um, but so when the, the when the um, when the prison was starting to be built, they actually had the prisoners help build it, of course, because who else oh, would build it? You know, free labor, right? They get they got paid like pennies an hour to do it, so right. that was yeah. cool. And so um, the Missouri State Penitentiary, it was uh, well, they, it held a lot a lot of bad 
people, obviously. And so I want to kind of go over, because there's not a whole lot of information about the background of the Missouri State Penitentiary. I looked forever and I just didn't, like, there just wasn't a whole lot of, like, fascinating information. So I'm just going to go ahead and go into the prisoners that were Mm -hmm. there. And so uh, let's see here. The first one that I want to talk about is Carl Hall and Bonnie Heady. So this one is so interesting because it happened not too far away from where we grew up. Um, So uh, Carl Hall and Bonnie Emily Brown, uh, they were born July 1st, 1919. That was when Carl was born. And then uh, Bonnie was born July 15th of 1912. So Carl Hall, he he had a little bit of a tiff with one of his friends, one of his high school. So this is outside of prison, before prison? Yes. So this is like oh, their okay. story. This is their oh, this is their story. Okay. So Carl had a friend in high school. I don't even I don't really know if you would call them friends, but I, I guess they called him friends. <laughs> and so uh-huh. um, after high school, Carl's friend became very rich. So he, his friend had a, I believe it was a car dealership or something that he, so he was like a millionaire in Kansas City. And so mm-hmm. Carl was struggling, not doing very well, didn't have a whole lot of money. And so he decided that he was going to kidnap his friend's son, who was eight or nine, and um, hold him for ransom so he can get some money that his friend all of a sudden has now. So his friend has all this money, kidnapped his son because he wants a little bit more of that money. So uh, they kidnapped him in Kansas City. And so him and his friend, and I don't even think that Bonnie and Carl were like dating or anything. Like, I think Bonnie just wanted some of this money, I guess, like just being Mm -hmm. greedy and everything. And so, yeah, it doesn't say. It doesn't say Mm -hmm. if they were like, because they don't have the same last name or anything. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Anyways, so this was a huge, huge deal. Um, obviously, this kid is kidnapped and they want to find him and all this stuff. So like the FBI got involved and they were just trying to find this kid. And, and like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure the guy was going to give him the money, too. But for some reason, yeah. for some reason, um, Bonnie and Carl decided to kill this little kid. Oh, so the couple took bought the, the kid's name is Bobby. I'm sorry. So the kid, they kidnapped Bobby and they just kind of drove around Johnson County, which is where we are from. And this is where mm-hmm. I currently live. And mm-hmm. they would just drive around and just trying to hide and try to dodge all the police and everything. And so uh, they took the child back to St. Joe. And well, hold on. I skipped this. I skipped up step here. Mm-hmm. Um, they took the they took Bobby. I believe it was Lenexa. Hmm. So they took Carl and Bonnie took uh, Bobby to Lenexa and shot him and killed him. Why? I don't know. And then so then they for for another weird reason, (laughs) they they take the kid and they bury him at St. Joe and buried him in the backyard of, uh, I believe, Bonnie's sister. And later they found him and they were convicted of murder and sentenced to uh, death and they were at the Missouri State Penitentiary and fun fact they were the only so they were there for not even that long so at the at the prison you mean yes so <laughs> Carl and Bonnie went to the Missouri State Penitentiary and back then man they didn't they didn't f- around like if you were yeah. if you were sentenced to death they you were there for maybe a couple weeks and then they would kill you like I thought yeah so Carl and Bonnie they were only there at the Missouri State Penitentiary, I want to say for maybe six weeks, and then they killed him. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Let me double check. Maybe they just – I don't know. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess kind of – sometimes I wonder, like, why people sit around on death row for so long. But Yeah. You know? I don't know. But that seems really quick, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, you have to go through, like – I mean, I'm pretty sure the reason now why you sit on death row for so long is because you, you're allowed a certain number of appeals, Yeah. right? Yeah. So I guess maybe they just didn't care. <laughs> I don't know. So it said only 11 weeks and four days passed between the time of the crime committed and then the executions. Wow. 11 weeks and four days. 
And they did the executions at the prison? Yes. Wow. I mean, I guess I don't know where else I would do it. It's just crazy. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. So they literally, like, convicted the murders, and then 11 weeks later, they were put to, get, to, put to death together. Like, mm-hmm. so um, the Missouri State Penitentiary is called the bloodiest 47 acres because in such a short amount of time, they put to death 47 people, which is oh. insane, especially now yeah. because if you think about it now like how many people can you think of in the past even 10 years have been that have been executed that i mean that we know mm-hmm. of i mean i know eileen yeah, warnell and then that lady that um the, that crime that just happened well it happened a couple of years ago but the one that was uh just right over here on mission like in mission where she uh kidnapped and killed a lady and then took her baby she was just recently put to death too <sighs> Oh, um, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember name name. either. Um, so I mean, just those are the. But I mean, obviously, there's a lot that we don't know. But I feel like it's always on the news because it's like this is crazy. Well, yeah, not many states have the death penalty anymore, right? That and it's like it doesn't happen very often nowadays. And in such a short amount of time at the Missouri State Penitentiary, they put 47 people to death. That's insane. Yeah. And so Bonnie and Carl, they were actually executed together. So that was like the first Mm. time that like because the gas chamber. When we went, it's not very big. And mm-hmm. and you went inside it, right? Oh, yeah. Ugh. It was the very last thing that we did. And um, it's very small. It's just a little white. It looks like a like a bomb shelter almost. Like it's just mm-hmm. a little white thing and it has like, um, you know, seats. Is it is it like its own building or is it inside? So it is a little bit of a drive. So – I thought that we would just be like a walking distance from the prison, uh-huh. but since the gas that they used back then was so deadly, like, so like when it was the last thing that we did on our tour and we were all just exhausted by then. And there was this huge thunderstorm headed straight towards us. And so we were trying to get out of there as soon as possible. Cause like we still had like an hour left of our tour, I think. And I think everybody was kind of ready to go. And so we all got together and they told us a little bit about the death, uh, the gas chamber. So when somebody, uh, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. When you see, when you envision this prison, where do you think it's located in Jefferson city? Well, you already told me that it's like right in the middle of town. But (laughs) when I, when you, when I was first thinking about you going here, I figured it would be outside of town, kind of like, you know, kind of like the prisons here. Right. They're not like in town. They're like way outside of town. No, the Missouri State Penitentiary is literally <laughs> in the middle of Jefferson City. And it's yeah. the weirdest thing. Cause like I thought it was going to be like a drive down the road, like middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Cause like that's kind of where all of our prisons are like here. Like, I mean, if you think about the Leavenworth, like Leavenworth. Right. The, yeah. the Leavenworth prison is like, that's what I was envisioning. Is well, a- even the jail, even the jail in Gardner was like, Outside of town. Right. It would be like if, well, Gardner is very small, but. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, but it was still right. pretty far outside of town. Yeah. And so, like, when we went, we went to go get dinner and um, it, we found this place. Well, well, we went to the Capitol because it's really cool and got some really pretty pictures and stuff. And um, when we were going to dinner, I see, like, this building thing. And I'm like, what is that? Like, oh, that's the Missouri State Penitentiary. I was like, what? It's just <laughs> so bizarre because it's like. You're just dri- – I mean, it's literally, like, maybe a 10-minute drive from the Capitol. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, there's the prison, and, like, there's apartments over by there. Like, it's just super bizarre. <laughs> it just makes me wonder if that's how it was when, like, in 2004. Was there that many buildings around? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's not that long ago. Right. But it just probably – it seems like maybe it was far out, and then, the, you know, the city probably just got bigger. Yeah, well, it's like – but it's still super weird just now being there, this empty prison right. in the middle of town. It's super weird. Very weird. But it made me feel better because I knew that I wasn't going to be out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh, for sure. You're like walking distance to probably like a Casey's or something. Literally. I mean, there's apartment <laughs> complexes that are like directly. Oh, my God. I would never. Right? I would never. <laughs> like, where do you live? Like, we. oh, well, you know what the Missouri State Penitentiary is? Literally right across the street from that. It was right across from the prison. <laughs> no big deal. 
Uh, my sister used to live right across from a cemetery, and I thought that was weird. I yeah, like literally her front, like her front door, like cemetery. <laughs> like oh, right there. no, I would never. No, that's that a, always freaked me that's out. Right. And it never, it never freaked out the kids. Or if it did, they never mentioned it. But I'm like, are we just gonna pretend like this isn't here? Because this really freaks me out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but they moved, so it's fine now. But that always bothered me. Yeah, that's that's weird. I don't, yeah. I don't think I would like that at all. I don't, I don't love that. That is not very cash money. No. <laughs> but um. So during our last part of the tour, they were explaining to us about the um, the gas chamber. And so it's kind of – so we had to drive there. And so we got into our car, and it's not that far. It's probably like maybe a one- or two-minute drive. And mm-hmm. um, we went into this parking lot, and then it's just a little tiny white dome-looking thing. And so – but it's like a really far. It, I mean, if you wanted to walk from like the from like the top of the prison to that, it would it would have been quite a bit of a walk. Plus, there's like a bunch of hills and stuff. But I mean, that's how mm. they transported the prisoners. They didn't put them in the car. They made them walk all the way down there to their death. Mm, that's horrible. Oh yeah. That. And so, um, so they would get the prisoner, walk them all the way down to the gas chamber, and. The people that so I'm guessing there are where there were people that lived around there even when they were doing these executions because they were saying that like when they were doing an execute ex- execution <laughs> they had to evacuate like anybody who lived over by the prison had to be evacuated. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, like oh, honey, I'm sorry, the kids, we gotta go. They're doing, they're killing somebody. Hurry up and eat your dinner. They're doing a killing over there. Yeah, we gotta go. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then they would take him into there. And when you open it, it's just, it literally is so tiny. Cause I always thought that it would be like a lot bigger, but no, it's itty bitty. And yeah. when you walk in there, there's just two chairs that's inside of the chamber and um, a big old door that closes. There's like mm-hmm. maybe one, uh, one window. And then there was, seating for the family of the um, people that were getting executed and then the families, the victim's family. And they would sit Mm. together. (laughs) And inside? Inside of the gas chamber, the family, the accuser and the victim's family would sit together. So is there a separate section for them? Or is everybody just getting gassed? Oh, (laughs) Like where is it? Where do they go? Uh, so like a viewing room. Everybody gets piled in, and then they all die. It's just it's anybody associated is dead. It's beautiful. No, it's like oh my god. Um, this, so they sit in there, they do their like little speech thing, and then the family leaves, and then they do the gas. So like it, it's so hard. To, it's kind of hard to explain. So when you walk into it, it's um, it's I mean, it's a it's a circle dome area, and mm-hmm. then um. There would be a wall and then the two chairs and then there would be this humongous like vault door that would close and then mm-hmm. um, cause it was like a room inside of a room. And okay. so then they would close that door, lock it, you know, do whatever they needed to do. And then um, th- there's like a separate little room area where it's literally like, you know, like those bleacher seats at like stadiums uh-huh. and stuff. There was like... Yeah two sets of those and then th- that's where the family would sit and there's a window and you would watch into that other room and watch oh my god yeah Ew. okay here's what's weird to me is that they had to evacuate the residents nearby but then they put literal people just in there with them right and i'm like i don't know so why is that okay right well okay so it was a gas chamber right and so right. they would gas them um wait for them to die or whatever and then people would go in there with hazmat suits Right. And they would go in there, and what they would do is that they would punch their ribs, like punch the uh, person's ribs, and like they, they were like, "Why do you think they would do that? To get all the extra gas to get out of their lungs? Yep, to get all the extra gas out of their lungs." So, <laughs> yeah. So you uh, you would get gas, and then you go in there, and someone beat the shit out of you to get all the gas out of your lungs. Seems like there's a better way to do it, right? <laughs> That's insane. Well, I guess the reason why they evacuated people is because – so, like, whenever they would get gas or whatever, they would pump in another gas in there that was that's supposed to, like, neutralize the air. And then yeah. that would just pour out of the top. It, like, all the gas oh. would just, like, over the top. And so, like, they, I guess they were just being careful 
I guess. Oh. I don't know. But they'd probably wait to do that until like the the viewers. I don't know why you'd want to go watch that, but I, I mean, I guess people still do. I mean, it. Yeah. But we don't do gas chamber executions anymore. That's insane. No, and what's even more crazy is that before the Missouri State Penitentiary got the gas thing, they would do public hangings. Yeah. And so um, like they would they said that people would take off work. They would yeah. take it was an event. Yeah, take their kit. There was ga- there was uh, concessions and mm-hmm. like people would go there and like their Sunday best and their kids are just you know running around like it's like a little parade and it's like you're mm-hmm. murdering somebody like in public. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, when they when they executed Ted Bundy, there was like merch, <laughs> like you could buy shirts. Oh my god. Pens. It was a whole thing. That's nuts yeah honestly oh yeah there's videos of it too like the videos of people yeah um and they had like signs and they were like burn bundy burn and all this stuff oh my god it's it's just so morbid and insane to me that's crazy yeah i'm gonna send you a picture of the gas chamber so you can have a little bit more of a visual and we'll i'll we'll put a bunch of pictures up because i have a ton yeah of uh of what i what i took and everything but um so that oh yeah that is not what I was picturing. Right. Those chairs, those chairs look like washing machines. Right. Oh, and the door's like round. It's like a submarine. Yeah, it's super weird. And like those oh, I see. those windows are where the um the families would sit. The viewers were. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. But I, that's tiny. Yeah. And I was so tired. I literally walked in there, looked, and I was like, cool, and I left. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. I didn't sit in the chairs like everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. Why is there a little hole cut out? Is it so if they pee? Um, I don't know. Maybe they both have little triangle holes cut out. I have no oh. idea. <gasps> oh, there's little leg strap things. Yeah, Ooh, I don't like that. I don't love that. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's crazy. Yikes, dude. It's crazy. <sighs> yeah. Um, that was so. That was the only person that I wanted to talk about, just because it was like so close to uh where we lived and everything. Um, there was another guy that Hannah recently did a video on. Mm-hmm. Um. What was his What was his name? Charles Ray Hatcher. Oh, I think I do have a little bit of information on him. I thought I did at least. I have a lot. If you want me to, yeah. If you want to just give a quick rundown, <clears throat> and then I'll go through my little experience. Okay. Um, Charles was born in Mound City, Missouri, in 1929. Um, his father was an ex-convict, and um, he had a long history of burglary for like a really long time. So by 1959, um, after stealing cars and like all that type of stuff, um, he had finished his sixth prison sentence. Wow. 1959. So he was 30 and he had already been to prison six times. And it was after that, that he started, um, killing people. He was a serial killer. And two months after his sixth prison sentence after he was released he tried to abduct a 16 year old little boy who was delivering papers and he would go on to murder young boys um boys as young as six um sexually assaulting them and stuff like that (laughs) not not cool yeah um so he ended up in California at some point. He was sent to a lot of psychiatric facilities, and he escaped a bunch of times. He was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Um, so now it's 1973. Um, 1975, and he had killed kids at this point. Yeah. By 1975, he was released for good behavior and sent to a halfway house. Within three years, um, they found the body of a four-year-old boy in St. Joe along the river. Wow. And um, the wrong man was actually arrested for a long time. His name was Melvin Reynolds. And Hatcher would eventually confess to this crime. So this was something that he had done before he even left Missouri to go to California. Um, 1978, he was arrested for assaulting – sorry, my voice. (laughs) So 1978, um, shortly after that four-year-old boy was discovered and a few years after he'd been released from the hospital in california he um sexually assaulted a 16 year old boy was sent to another hospital um four months after that release he tried to murder a seven-year-old boy wow and then he was sent back to the hospital again two months later escaped (laughs) so it's september of 1980 and he was arrested in nebraska for um assaulting and sodomizing a 17 year old boy was sent back to a mental health facility oh and was released after 21 days. So now it's 1981. 
and he was arrested for being in a knife fight, was sent to another mental health facility. By 1982, an 11-year-old girl went missing in St. Joe, and then her body was found along the river. Good God. And he was found the next day trying to check into a hospital and confessed to 15 murders and eventually confessed to that four-year-old that was found um, that that other guy got charged for. Wow. So Hatcher um, was sent to the Missouri State Penitentiary in 1984, and four days after being committed to the penitentiary, he um, hung himself in his cell Mm. at Missouri State Penitentiary in Jefferson City, Missouri in 1984. Wow. That was a crazy one. Wow. (laughs) And that's the briefest rundown I could do. (laughs) There was so much more to it. It was insane. So that guy was a piece of shit. Yes. And the, the mental health system was horrible and really failed. Absolutely. Every, all of those victims were really failed by the the mental health system because he was just being released so much for something that he obviously was not going to stop doing. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Charles Way Hatcher. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's mm, – okay. I wonder where his uh, – what cell he was in. I don't know. I was try- I tried to look up on the like wiki for the penitentiary itself, and it didn't say. Dang. No. Mm. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of really bad people that were in and out of that prison for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So, and I guess that's why, I mean, I mean the, the, it's said to be like one of the most haunted prisons, I guess. Um, I didn't experience anything there, mm. but um, we'll go. We'll get more into that. So maybe if you had stayed eight hours, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So, like when we booked this tour, so it's technically a um, it's a ghost hunting tour. So they give you um, little devices and stuff like that that you can rent out and stuff and try to go find some really cool stuff you know that was the whole point of it like an ev like an evp thing yeah or? they would give us like a whole oh, bunch cool. of stuff that we could rent out i didn't get anything because when i first walked in there i had a fucking panic attack <laughs> right <laughs> so like, did matt did he get anything no no but I, not oh. a lot of people did i don't know oh, i think people lame. i know everybody there was just kind of lame but that's lame yeah so like when we get there so the tour starts the tour starts at uh 10 p.m and then it goes mm-hmm. on until 3 p.m 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Sorry, it's a, that's okay. It's a whole day. It's a it's a it's a really really long tour. <laughs> oh my god, I would never. Can you imagine? But 10 p.m. is my bedtime. So right. So first of all, not great. So um, I live in like the Kansas City area, so it's about a two and a half hour drive. And so mm-hmm. we got up there and we got at a ho- we got a hotel and everything. And so hung out. We went to this really awesome bar called uh, Prison Brews obviously. Mm-hmm. And so we went there, ate, everything's in. And for some reason, I decided to get a flight of beers. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Right. And so I just thought that that would help because I was already like a little bit anxious about going here. And because like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I thought I was going to, because like, if anybody knows me, I love horror movies. I love being scared. Mm-hmm. Like that I have yet to find a movie that has scared me to the point that I would like to be scared at. And so like, I was like, this is my time to be like really scared. I want to do it. And so when I got there and, and like, I saw the prison and everything, I was like, Oh my God. Okay. And so <laughs> when we got there a little bit early, it was like nine 30 was starting to rain a little bit. And so we finally get inside and, uh, we all obviously we have to sign a bunch of waivers and everything because this place is a little bit run down. It's falling apart. And, you know, so we signed some waivers and everything. And so we there was probably I want to say I don't know how many people were there, like maybe 35, 40 people. Mm. And so because I thought <clears throat> that it was just going to be us. And, like, maybe a couple other people. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a lot more than I expected. Me, too, because I was like, well, I mean, it's COVID. It's COVID time still, whatever. But, like, in Jefferson City, yeah. like, when we went there, it was very obvious that COVID was not a issue. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of people, which I was glad because I didn't want it to be just, like, me, my friends, and, like, a couple other people because, like, I didn't right. – I was more scared about that. So we got split up into groups, and um, each person had – or each group had, like, a, a tour guide person, and there was three of them, 
And two of them I really, really wanted because it just sounded like they were super, like, knowledgeable and, like, upbeat and, like, ready to go, you know, find some shit. and Passionate about it. Right. And so the guy that we got stuck with, he was like, oh, hi, um, this is, you know, the building. This is the the prison. Yeah. There you go. Have fun. We're like, okay. Lame. Yeah, and I feel like all the other people got like this is the whatever building, and like all this shit happened. And if you go into that cell, that's f-ed up. That f-ed up. you know, I mean, this guy's just like, it's like okay, cool. Maybe maybe 10 p.m. was his bedtime too. I guess like he sucked. I was so mad. Yeah. And so, um, we go into our so the first building that we go into, um, there's a lot of buildings that go along with this prison, but we were only allowed to go into two of them i think mm-hmm. um and so the first one that we went to, into was just general pop you know people that just kind of made like petty crimes or you know whatever just not very violent people that can go you know that's where they went to and so we're they're like okay let's go so like okay so like we're walking in and then they we, like all of a sudden i all i know is i am in this very dark basement and i don't know where i am and i'm like what the hell like it just freaked mm-hmm. me out like <laughs> Yeah. And I was already really nervous and everything because, yeah. like, the- well, I definitely get kind of like a Shutter Island slash American Horror Story Asylum vibe from like going to an abandoned prison. Yeah. You know, like, are they going to let me leave? Right. <laughs> sort of it's like, it freaks me out. I totally get it. Yeah. And so, like, I was the only person that was freaked out. So I felt like a huge bitch. And, like, because we just walked into this dark, I mean, all of a sudden I'm in a pitch black, cannot see in front of me. And I'm like, oh, hate that. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. Everybody was, and you know, obviously our tour guide sucks. So he's just like, all right, well, then, but how many, uh, you got 45, you got 45 minutes. And I'm like, okay. Like, doesn't really say. Yeah. And like, the only thing that he did tell us is that there is a, a basement. So, like, we're in like the downstairs area, but there's also like a basement where, that's where like the bad people went and the cells are a lot smaller and just like bad vibes, mm-hmm. not very, like not a whole lot of windows type thing. And so, yeah, he's like, I don't like to go down there alone, blah, blah, blah. And so like, obviously a lot of people went down there and I'm like, hell no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. So like we started walking around. I was like, I can't do this. Like, and I just like got so pissed off at myself. Cause I was just like, I can't do this. So like I, I walked, I went outside and, mm. uh, had a little pep talk with myself. I was out there for like maybe 20 minutes or whatever. And so finally I was like, mm-hmm. I have to, I spent $75 on this ticket. I, yeah. you know, I'm here and I'll, I just, I need, just need to go in there and do it. And I did, I went in there yeah. and yeah. And I, you know, walked through the cells and everything and, you know, tried to take some pictures and, but I did not go downstairs in the basement. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't blame. I mean, basements are, scary in general i don't know yeah they're very claustrophobic yeah and like they're saying how like the cells are so tiny and i'm like i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so it freaked me out so but i did you know we walked around and um just it was just really interesting to see because like these people are in there every single day all the time yeah yeah for hours at a time and it's just like Mm -hmm. what do you do like yeah (laughs) and so uh and then, but like after a while, and the thing that I noticed about this tour is like after a while, you kind of just see the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were just all hanging out. You know, it, it only took us maybe fifteen minutes to walk through every cell and like look at all, you know, look at stuff and everything like that. And so we just kind of got back in this generalized area, and there was these two ladies that were standing there, and mm-hmm. they're like, just they're like, this tour guide sucks. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, we. So they were on the tour? Yeah. So they were. Okay. I guess this is their second time coming to this tour. They they said oh. that they were there for uh, like a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. They were really, really cool ladies. They were, they like to go around. They said that they stayed at the uh, the Stanley Hotel and <gasps> yeah. Cool. They did a, a, at the Alcatraz um, tour and everything. Like they were just. Have they been, did they go to the Lizzie Borden house? Ooh, I don't know. I should have asked them. I would love to go there. Yeah. Uh, but they were just really cool. They were like, you know, we went, we came here, we did this tour five years ago and we had the, one of the, um, older ladies and she was awesome. Like this guy sucks. I'm like, and they told me more history about the, about the prison than our tour guide did. The guy. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) 
sad. I would have wanted my money back if that was my target. I know. I was like, you suck, dude. You can tell. I mean, he was probably my age, if not younger. Like, you can tell he. this is just a job that he does to, for, like, extra money or whatever, you know? He just didn't really – he had no passion about it at all. Yeah. And so – after we were done there, uh, we went into the women's ward, which might be, I think, mm-hmm. I think that one was probably my favorite ward to go into because it's just so mm-hmm. fascinating. So the history behind this is that back in the day, like general pop was obviously separated by men and women. And so the women stayed in this, um, in this ward and they had free range. So if they wanted to go into the men's general pop, they could, and they can go and hang out um you know whatever so a lot of women got pregnant because Mm. they would just go in there and like have sex and do whatever and so they would have children in the prison and then they would just keep the baby in there and the other inmates would help you know take care of the baby and all that stuff and so like when we were walking through the women's ward um, a lot of them were painted because if you did well if you you know did what you're supposed to do and um, good behavior. Yeah, good behavior. You would get paint. Like they would, uh, the prison would give you paint, and then they would paint their, uh, paint their, their what's it called? Cell. They would paint their cell. <laughs> <laughs> there was another word I was looking for, and I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. Um, oh. And they would make it into like a little nursery, and so when we were walking through it, it was just so cool to walk through each of them and look at like how beautiful and detailed I mean, obviously it's been painted over yeah. and some parts were painted over and you know whatever but it was just really really cool to see that and so yeah. the women like they had a lot more freedom than, than the men than the men do and so then uh, but also I guess <laughs> the women shared a huge bathtub in there oh ew. yeah and I couldn't ever find like we could never find the bathtub but um mm. So, because I was like, I really want to go see it, you know, but we couldn't, we yeah. couldn't find it. And, huh. um, so the women would share this big bathtub. Well, you know, they were going back and forth between the men's and, you know, so they had a huge outbreak of STDs. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, cause like they would go, you know, and they have this STD and then they would go and, and share this huge bathtub and they like, they wouldn't change the water very often. Right. Like it was just disgusting. And I was just like, that is so gross. <laughs> that is nasty. <laughs> and I was so bummed that I couldn't find the bathtub. But um, but yeah, so and then in the women's ward, uh upstairs is where the um the warden, is that what it is that what it like the main dude? Yeah, I think that's a warden. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Uh, we went up into his office and oh, yeah, and it was like in the women's ward, which I found interesting because I oh. thought it would be well, the women's ward is is a part of like the main building of like, yeah. like when you see the front of Missouri State Penitentiary, the women's ward is just right on the right hand side of that part. Yeah. So well, we, I feel like, I mean, the women are probably less violent, so I'd probably rather have my office there too. Yeah, that's true. Cause like a lot of them were in there for like, um, like, uh, pol- like not politician, um, prostitution. Prostitution. And then, uh, shoot, what is that called? Pro- Money uh, protesting. Like, uh, oh. yeah, they were a lot, of, a lot of women were in there for protesting. protesting? Yeah. Like, um, oh. like just, God, I can't think of what it's called. But, uh, yeah, they very nonviolent crimes. Picketing. Yeah, just stuff, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, obviously, she's just not very violent. So, that's where the warden would be. Um, but mm-hmm. the women's ward was huge and it had so many levels because, like, we went up to the very top and then we walked every single um, thing. We walked every single cell mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, it was pretty cool. But I was like, hey, I really want to do some, like, actual ghost hunting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was just so hard because everybody else that was in there, like nobody in our group. I mean, there was one other person in like their group that were trying to get some cool ghost stuff, but everybody else in there were just like laughing, and so it was just really hard to because I wanted to try to get some good um, audio on my phone, just mm-hmm. like asking about whatever. Yeah, you sent me that clip, but there was like a lot of people talking. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah. this sucks. So um, we weren't able to get a whole lot, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's whatever. And so yeah. when we were done at the women's where we went back to the general pop and we went to the upstairs area, which is really cool. Um, yeah. So the upstairs area of the general pop was humongous and mm-hmm. had a lot of really cool, um, like big posters talking about 
uh, Carl and Bonnie and this other guy named uh, Petty Floyd, who I guess was just in there for robbing banks and stuff like that. And it was just super cool mm-hmm. to see um, all of that stuff. And, the, and it still had like one huge wall had um, – it still had inmates from 2004 that were written onto like what cell they were in and stuff because oh, like, wow. yeah, when they closed, they just kind of closed. Yeah. And so uh-huh. that was cool to kind of go through and like look at it and everything. And so that oh, was wow. really fascinating. But those are, yeah. those were the only two buildings that we were able to go into because <laughs> I guess the coolest building and the one that has the most activity was closed because in 2019 it got hit by a tornado and uh. yeah, I was so bummed because I was watching um, Ghost Hunters and mm-hmm. the episode where they go and go to the Missouri State Penitentiary and there's something called the dungeon. And mm-hmm. so in this building, and I guess this is where like, you know, death row people would be and stuff. And mm-hmm. if you did something bad, which <laughs> bad just means everybody did. Right. Th- <laughs> That's why they're there. Right. That and like. <laughs> so there's a thing called a dungeon and you go in there mm-hmm. and one of the guys says like you can go in there just by looking um at an officer in the eye without permission like oh, wow. yeah like pretty much next to nothing like you can yeah. get put down in there and so mm-hmm. they were talking about how people that were in there you wouldn't you that's where you would be you don't go outside everything is delivered to you blah 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 you know you're you're in there and they mm-hmm. said that the people that were in there for long periods of time, because it's pitch black, you can't see in front of you. They would oh they, they would come outside when it was finally time for them to you know whatever, and they couldn't see. They like lost their yeah. they lost their eyesight completely because they saw nothing for days. Yeah, and so I thought that was really fascinating. That's insane. Yeah, and so because um, like the ladies that I was talking to, they're like, yeah, that's the coolest part, and it's closed. I'm like, that sucks, mm. but. Yeah, because like you just kind of go down these stairs and it's just nothing, just pitch black mm-hmm. darkness of nothing, and so wow, really really crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but we weren't able to go into it. And I was like, I kind of wish I I would have known that before buying these right. things. But I mean, it was still a cool experience. But it, it would have been cool to go to the place that had like the most experience, like the most you know stuff happening. Yeah, and so um, I didn't have anything. I didn't feel anything. I, you know, but I guess when uh, my friends went down to like that basement area, uh, they kept seeing just like some guy's face just like pop mm. up like out of nowhere and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. But other than that, I never felt anything. But I think if I would have actually sat down and took the time to try to actually ghost hunt, <laughs> I yeah. maybe would have been able to catch something. But it was just so hard right. because everybody there. Um, we're just what's kind of chaotic. Yeah, I mean, they're just like having fun and doing whatever, and I understand, it, you know. But yeah, at the end of the day, it was a ghost tour, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, our last stop was the gas chamber, and we walked down there and everything. But um, what's fascinating is that there is a little bit of history behind the parking lot that is over by the gas chamber. I guess there's like a rumor or a conspiracy or something that the parking lot that's over by the gas chamber, there's bodies buried underneath it. Oh no. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I mean, of course there is, but yeah, right. dude. I didn't know that until after I left too. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. Cause oh. so I guess like, you know, when people were dying and everything, they didn't know where to put them back in the mm. old days or whatever. So they would just like par- yeah. bury them. And, but I don't know if that's true. It's just, you know, like a fun little conspiracy, but interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really fascinating, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Missouri State Penitentiary. I mean, it, it was a really cool experience, and I would love mm-hmm. to go back and do a daytime tour and with a better tour guide. Yeah, because they do a, a two-hour um, tour during the day, and it's like a, yeah. it's a history tour. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a person would go around and they would tell you history about because I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to know yeah. like who stayed in this building. You know, I want to know like. You know, I think it would be a better idea to do the history tour and then do the ghost hunting tour. That's what we were saying. Another too. time. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, I would have much appreciated to have like that history behind it. Because then at, at least, because yeah. I guess there's like a really super haunted 
cell that I didn't know about. It was like cell like 76 or something. I saw that when I Googled it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I could have done my own thing, but it's like I spent $75 on this. I feel like you probably should give me a little bit. The information. Right. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I still believe in ghosts and um, I would love to go back and do maybe another one that is more involved but I, I still had a lot of fun even though I, I yeah. did have a panic attack in the beginning it was all fine <laughs> you got through it I got through it very proud of you right. I'm, I was very proud of myself because I was like I don't think I can do this and then they were like and my, my yeah. friend was like do you want the key to the hotel I was like no I'm going back inside damn it like <laughs> I am not a weenie yeah I <laughs> that's what I felt like I felt like a yeah. weenie but it was fine okay. at the end of the day it was fine I had a lot of fun um, I was exhausted afterwards, but it was yeah. That's a long time to yeah. Five hours. I mean, we didn't even yeah. do the full five hours. After four hours, we were done because it was mm-hmm. about the storm, and then you know the whole whole ass building was closed. So if if that yeah. if that building was open, we probably would have stayed past our five hours. But yeah, you know, it was whatever. But I had a lot of fun. But um, if you guys ever had the chance to go and do a ghost tour, would you do one? Would you do one like an overnight one like this or is that too scary for you? I would love to, but God, I just don't think I could stay awake. <laughs> I'd have to prep. Like I'd have to prep for a few days yeah. to be able to stay awake the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> – Hannah goes to bed at like 930. 8.30. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I, I get in bed at 8.30 and then I'm probably asleep by like 9. I was, I was trying to help you. <laughs> I know. I'm a grandma. It's fine. <laughs> you know, if I could go to bed that that early, I for sure would. But I just can't physically do that. <laughs> yeah. I was talking – I went to the doctor yesterday and she was like, are you having any trouble sleeping? Because I guess the medication I'm on can sometimes make it hard to sleep. Oh. I was like, oh, God, no, I sleep all the time. Yeah. She was like, oh, are you feeling depressed? I was like, oh, no, I just sleep a lot. <laughs> That's just who I am as a person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a sleepy gal. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But that is all I had for Missouri State Penitentiary. Um, I'm sorry I didn't have more information. There's just not a whole lot out there. But that's very interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, it was really really cool to see the building and being able to because like we sat into in the cells to kind of get a feel of you know what it's like to sit there and have to sit there and have to lay there and have to eat there and do everything there. And so mm-hmm. it was just really interesting. So I had a lot of fun though. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing the story. Of course. That sounds cool. If you guys have any, we're going to post, I'm going to post a lot of pictures that I took. Uh, there's some mm-hmm. really, really cool ones. So uh, make sure to look out for that. And if you guys have any ghost stories or anything, yes. please tell us because we would love to hear them. And yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please follow us on all of our social medias. It's all Fluff Stuff Pod. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. While you're there, go ahead and let us know what your favorite fan theory is, maybe from today's episode or maybe not. We would love to hear it. So thank you guys for joining us today and we will see you guys on the next one.